The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Back in the 1990s, communism was finally falling apart. Hungary gained independence from the Soviet Union. People suddenly had freedoms the like of which they hadn't had since 1956 when Russia invaded Hungary. For the first time in decades, people were able to make their own choice regarding the schooling of their children. And so, like everywhere all over the former Soviet Union, Jewish schools began opening all over Hungary. One such school was going to open in Budapest. A team of a few American teachers and rabbis came out to spearhead the effort. They placed an ad in the newspaper. They're looking to start a Jewish school in Budapest. Whoever is interested, come for an evening where you'll be able to find out information. They were hoping perhaps they can start the school with 50 children. That was their dream. On that first evening of registration, 450 children and their parents showed up. 450 children and their parents show up. They obviously call New York and say, we need reinforcements, we need reinforcements pretty fast. They broke up the group into groups of 10 and interviewed each one in separate groups. And in one of the groups, the leader of the groups, one of the rabbis, asked each one the simple question, why are you here? What motivated such an outpouring from this community? What's the reason so many of you are here? And each one picked up their hand and gave an answer. There's anti-Semitism in the public schools. I remember my bubby. I want my kid to have a Jewish education. Everyone gave an answers you would expect to give. There was one man in the room that stayed quiet, didn't join in the discussion. And so the rabbi prompted him and said, Sir, is there any particular reason that you want to send your child to our new school? He was at first embarrassed. He was shy. He looked downward. He said, Yeah, there's a reason but it's difficult for me to talk about it because I've never spoken about it before. But I'll try. He said, I was a young child of seven years old, seven years old, when the Germans occupied Hungary in 1944. They knew the war was almost over for them, but in their sick obsession to kill as many Jews as possible, they rounded up as many of us as they could to send us off to Auschwitz. All Hungarian Jews were terrified. One night, I'm lying in bed, and I hear my parents arguing frantically. I hear the noise. I hear the cries. So I went down the steps to see what's going on. What are they arguing about? The door to the living room was closed. I didn't want to open the door. But we had this keyhole that I can peek through. So I'm looking through this keyhole to see what's going on. My father was very agitated. He said to my mother, look, we have nothing to worry about. No one knows we're Jewish. We don't look Jewish. We don't act Jewish. We don't do anything Jewish. We have no Jewish friends. There is no evidence of our Jewish identity. We'll get away with it. To which my mother said, but maybe there's a list. Maybe somehow they have a list. Maybe somehow our names are on the list and she could not be calm. My father said, even if there is a list, and even if the Nazis came here tonight, and even if they kicked down this door tonight, they could look throughout our entire house 
There is nothing Jewish in this house. There is nothing that they could find that we would be associated as being Jews. As my father said those words, as he said, there is nothing in this house, my mother began to stare at a bookcase. And she's staring at the highest shelf in this bookcase. And she continues to stare at this shelf. It was the Jewish prayer book that my mother's mother gave her on the day of her wedding to my father. It was the same Jewish prayer book that my grandmother's mother gave to her on the day of her wedding that was passed on from one generation to the next. She opened the pages of this holy prayer book. She placed her fingers on it. She ran her fingers down and she kissed her fingers and then put the prayer book to her lips and she kissed it. And she turned to my father and my father nods his head. And with that, my mother took this prayer book and tossed it into the fireplace. And she fell on the floor and began to cry and to scream. I was seven years old. I knew nothing. I ran upstairs. I cried and I cried like I never cried before. I cried all night long. No, we had no Jewish friends. We never acted Jewish. We never observed anything Jewish. We never celebrated anything Jewish. And yet I knew in my heart that what I just witnessed was an awful and terrible thing. I felt as if part of my soul had been ripped out of me, as if my family's journey for decades had suddenly come to an end. And in all my years since, I have not been able to shake the pain of what I saw and experienced that night. In my mind and in my dreams and in my nightmares, all I see are the pages of this prayer book burning and the tears just continue to come. And so you ask me, why am I here? You ask me, why do I want to send my young child to your school? I'll tell you why. On the first day of your school, I'm going to proudly walk into this building holding my son's hand. I'm going to walk with him into his classroom. And then I'm going to hand him a prayer book. And my tears from that night will finally stop flowing. My dear friends, here we are in the 21st century. We are living in incredible times. We are perhaps the most fortunate generation in history. We can drive right up to a Hebrew school, to a day school, and hand our children a siddur, a prayer book, with joy, with pride, without a trace of fear. We can walk the streets on a Shabbat or a Jewish festival and not have to look over our shoulders to see who might be following us. We can celebrate the special occasions of life. We can attend Torah classes. We can pray as a community in broad daylight, not having to hide in dark cellars and basements. Do we even begin to understand and appreciate the blessings and the opportunities? Our grandparents and our ancestors, they faced pogroms and poverty and persecution and holocausts and communisms and inquisitions. And yet they kept the torch of Yiddishkeit burning bright. And they passed that torch to the next generation and to the next. We, we, my friends, 
you and I, we are blessed that our part of the history and the journey of the Jewish people is to rebuild. After so much devastation and destruction, we, our generation, you and me, we are the contractors of Jewish history. We are the fortunate generations whose responsibility and mandate is to build and to plant and to grow and to prosper. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.